0: Hey, ladies and gentlemen, what's going on? We've got an episode talking fan-level stuff. Uh, Shout-out to everybody out there, stakeholders out there at the Bleed Blue Show. we listen to all of our content over the last several years, and especially this summer. We've been having a lot of fun, all-season sports talk, of course, with our teams and the rest of the leagues. And then also, you know, getting back into the fan-level things, side of things like we did in years past. It's been a lot of fun. We had a lot of... uh, Carry over uh, State of the Fans Part 1 uh, last week with Knickerbocker Avenue, Source for the Streets for the Knicks. And of course, Mr. the Ice Guy Blander that will be Scott, myself. Uh, we'll definitely be doing a Part 2 to that. And matter of fact, I will even do an annex episode in between all that to bridge the gap between Parts 1 and 2. But tonight, uh, Scott has brought to the attention that he would like to discuss something else, uh, Scott, right? Uh, you said you want to talk about some hateries,
1: right? <laughs> Uh, yes, that is correct, as you're well aware, uh, I like, like my 160-proof haterade. I drink it all the time, especially with the state of my teams currently. Okay, so, uh, so, 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 educate,
0: educate me, educate me, because we got to go back and forth on this, because this is, this is a topic, I may not be privy to it, so explain <laughs> to what a haterade is, so we, we're all on the same page, we can write it down and give examples.
1: Well, um, you know, uh, first of all, who, uh, I, missed, uh, I missed the intro. Um, I apologize. Uh, who else is here? Is there anyone else here?
0: No, it's just us. We're, it's just going oh, to be me and you So, yeah, just, uh, just us. Yeah.
1: Okay, that's fine. Um, okay, so as passionate as I am about my teams, I also have teams that I hate. Uh, let me give you the rundown. My teams are the Rangers. You hate the Rangers? No, 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 Going with my teams first and then based on, you know, my teams, I'll tell you who I absolutely hate. (laughs) Uh, So the Rangers, the Giants, the Mets, and uh, Maryland sports, my alma mater. And I don't, uh, I don't have an NBA team. I just never got into the NBA when, you know, going to to Maryland in the mid nineties when they were a top, top 10 program in the ACC it's kind of hard to watch the NBA after you go to games like that so i just never got into it so understood um, understood so yeah so when my teams uh, aren't uh, performing to my standards it's uh, then I go into hating mode um, and there's uh, I think there's three criteria for why I would hate a team uh, first and foremost division rival That's that, that goes without saying you hate your division rival second uh, fan base how annoying the fan base can be uh, in general and uh, you know as we talked about last week social media really brings out some just annoying awful people but But, you know, a lot of these transcends, uh, you know, like we'll get to the Cowboys, obviously. So Cowboys fans transcend social media, of course. Um, And then uh, the third criteria would be – Media and or league favoritism. You know, the media just, you know, has certain teams in certain leagues that they just blow out of proportion. Uh, and some of these teams actually do get league favoritism. So those are the three criteria for why All I would be the team. So, so for me okay. personally. Okay, so, uh,
0: hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, hold go down, hold on. We're going to go back and forth on this. So here's the okay. three criteria. You said division rival, fan base, media bias, before you go into the teams that you hate, can you you want to drill down on those three points? The division rival. I mean, it sounds self-explanatory, but I want to make sure we're clear so we can get that to the audience, to the listeners, so we're on the same page. So I'm I'm actually
1: learning from how you're looking at this. So okay, um, well, to explain, you know, the, the, the criteria, I guess it would be easier to to name my teams that I hate, and then I can tell you which of those three, if not combinations That's- of the three. Let's do two uh, teams in each. Out of each team
0: that you root for, let's do the top two teams you hate because there's probably, probably multiple teams, more than two. But do the top two so we yeah. make it fairly. <laughs>
1: yeah, easy. I got yeah. like five in hockey. But um, all right. So, so football footballs. amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's we talked about on the Damn. Rangers show in the playoffs. Once the Rangers were gone, it was just checking things off the list when uh when they went out, and unfortunately one of them did not go out, and they uh they, they raised the Stanley Cup, but they were the lowest on the uh, on the hating list. So. Um, um, all right, so football is an easy one. Uh, there are three and a half, I'd say, or two, two and a half, I'd say. But uh, Eagles and That's Cowboys goes without saying as a Giants fair, fan. Fair, fair, fair. I mean, I mean, you know, the Eagles obviously division rival and fan base <laughs> goes without saying. Cowboys, uh, all three division rival, fan base, and the media just you know blowing smoke okay. up our butts about them every year
0: what about the okay let's go to your blue shirts let's go to your hockey team rangers i think i know but i want to make sure you say it i kind of (laughs) have an
1: idea but all right the top two will always be islanders devils and yeah absolutely yeah yeah and then on a slightly Um, lesser note we can add or a slightly lesser note we can add the flyers um and and yeah, you you know what the Penguins are not on there. Um, Interesting. I've got a couple good friends. Yeah, and I, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, right, I mean I don't root for them. Um, but, you know they're in the, they're in our division, so there's that. I know that the, as Ranger fans they they're they're plenty hateable over the years. Crosby, Lemieux, and you want to talk about you know league favorites getting the call. So yeah, right. they do actually. Yeah. go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, so they do actually fit the criteria, but I've softened on them a little bit because, um, you know why? I think it has something to do with the Steelers, you know, because the Steelers have that same – obnoxious nationwide bandwagon fan base that makes them just as hateable as the cowboys do so i just thought it was all of pittsburgh really but i've been out there a bunch of times i got two really good friends out there i've been out there a bunch of times uh, i've been to about five or six ranger games i've been to a giants game there um and the people are really nice like really really nice people it, and it, you know, we're, we're gonna uh, we're,
0: we're gonna get to that point because i think there's a misconception with that, and that goes back to your media bias point, but we'll get to all that. What about the Mets? Let's get to your top two for the Mets and then your Maryland
1: sports. Uh, I, You're going to really roll your eyes at this, but I really only have one in, in baseball, and I think you know where it is. Um, you know, it, it, it is the Yankees, of course, and that has to do with the fan base. Um, okay. I, obviously, present what? company excluded.
0: Interesting because, because I, before, before we get the mirror on the sport, let me ask you this. Why not the Braves? Would make more sense to somebody like me or maybe you're right.
1: the Phillies? Well, what here's the- why. Um, because... Fine. You, you know, the, the Mets had a good ride. Yeah, they're both in the division. I, I certainly don't root for them. Um, I, and, you know, it, well, it, it's actually funny you said that because 2009 World Series, remember I, I was telling you we would get to some, some hating scenarios if you had to pick one. Well, I had one of those scenarios. I had the Mets and the Phillies, uh, the Yankees and the Phillies in the in the World Series, and that was a no-win situation. Um, and I actually <laughs> rooted fair. for the Phillies. <laughs> actually All rooted right. for the – so right. as, as far as the division team, yeah. Uh, as far as the, the you know the the, the Braves and, and and the Phillies, as far as the division goes, it, it's it, the teams in the division. It's not as strong, and this also has to do with baseball being you know lower on my list of of, of my beloved sports, um, you know, than hockey and football and college basketball, etc. Um, and the Mets had a big rivalry with the Braves, you know, ninety nine, two thousand, Chipper Jones, John Rocker, that whole stuff, and that got pretty heated, and that was right, a big right. rivalry back then. Um, Absolutely. It's kind of it, yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And there was pure hatred for the Braves back then. Um, it's kind of fizzled since then. You know, the Mets. You know, the Mets make the playoffs once every seven years. So the Braves went to crap, and the Mets took over. So it was a really only one team has been good at, at at a time. So the rivalry never. You know, it it, it didn't it kind of fizzled because the two teams didn't really interact like they did in those two years. You know, the Mets got good in 06, the Braves, um, you know, finally after the Bobby Cox era, you know, the Braves finally stopped winning the division and went terrible for a while and the Mets took over for a little bit. And now the Braves, you know, last year would have been great. Um, uh, you know, they could have, they, they, they should have absolutely renewed the rivalry in, in the NLCS, right. but both teams, you know, got, you know, got upset and they never really got to materialize.
0: Okay. Um, Okay. We get that. We get that. Let's get to Maryland sports because we, got a, we only got an hour. So, so what, about yeah.
1: what, what about Maryland sports? What about Maryland sports? So, well, basketball first. Um, you know, I always hate Duke. And, you know, what's funny is that when we were in the ACC back in, you know, when I was in school, we hated Duke because Duke is public enemy number one And I didn't really hate Carolina at the time um, Because actually Because of how big the Carolina-Duke rivalry is I actually like, you know, the the expression The enemy of my enemy is my friend So I actually took a liking to Carolina Because they kept Duke in check every now and then So, but now it's kind of Flip-flop a little bit Um, I I, I really have a distaste for Carolina Because of that that, that whole Academic scandal in which they got Zero punishment, and that infuriated me You know, you want to talk about you know League league favoritism right there, you know, the answer NCAA just completely – you had the possi- – you should have been the biggest scandal uh, in NCAA history, and they got no punishment at all, and that infuriated me, and they pretty much surpassed Duke on my hated list there. Uh, let me ask you this. Okay, but that was
0: ACC times. What about Big Ten? Is there somebody you hate now in the current Big Ten?
1: You Maryland know, I, I don't really have one. There's really no rivalry since we came over. That's, uh, you know, they're they're trying to force feed like a Rutgers Maryland rivalry, and it's just not. I mean, you, you know, gr- growing up 15 minutes fr- from Rutgers, my dad went to Rutgers, um, so we, you know we go to the games, and it's it's a nice family night, little family civil war. That's always fun, but there really we don't really have a rival in either sport. Um, you know, since we moved to the big ten you know in, in the uh, a c c in football we didn 't really have one it was it was pretty much West Virginia, but they weren 't even in the a c c we just played every year and there was a you know there was a rivalry so, there, but now we don 't play them anymore, so we don 't really have a rival in either sport now it 's kind of sad okay i
0: I guess that 's cool let me um so your criteria i 'm going to repeat this so we get this drilled in division rival fan base media bias. Could we add a fourth one? Is it possible? I would like to add a fourth criteria if it's okay with you. I would of course. Like to say, I, I, um, I did
1: not coin – I did not invent the term haterade. Uh, so by I, all means, it is – absolutely. What do you I got? Think
0: a, and I think a fourth one will actually apply to a lot of your list. And the fourth criteria will be logistics. I think a robbery or yeah. haterade – goes into a lot of how close proximity the fan bases are i mean i see i'm looking at your list i wrote it down giants eagles rangers islanders devils you know maryland carolina's not close but it's close enough as far as acc old school terms Mets, yankees logistics goes in. It really drives into a lot of this would you agree
1: with that Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, that's the exact reason that West Virginia was, was our rival back when we were in the ACC days, because they were the closest team. So even though they weren't in our conference, I think, well, what, what were they, Big Big East? Were they were they Big East back in the 90s? <laughs> yeah, yep. uh, yeah, they were. Yep. Okay, yeah, there's a blast from the past. So even though they were different Why? conferences... just yeah. There's got to be somebody else in Maryland, like like
0: Georgetown
1: or... What else? What else, I, else George, you know what I mean, all right, so, well, all right, well, a football, football, uh, Virginia. but yeah, basketball. Yeah. You got, um, you got Georgetown right there and that was a big road, but they didn't mm. even play every year. They didn't even, yeah, it, yeah. it was, it was a rivalry when they played just because you got DC, you know, against you live, 10 minutes outside of DC right, um, right. and they were both on big on name metro schools. That
0: rivalry. That's a metric. You could yeah. on the train for that rivalry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. I'm are you a little surprised that didn't pop off like it should? Because when Maryland, when they were in the ACC, and Georgetown in its heyday, when they were in the Biggies, they were very good basketball schools. Are you surprised that did not?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely surprised because they didn't play every year. You, you'd think well, that I mean, it would be a no-brainer. But why did they not
0: schedule those games? Like If you if you know I, the answer. I don't know the answer. I, yeah, that no, I, I
1: don't. I don't. I mean, you know, there's some there's some – things, you know, some teams that they, w- they won't play each other, um, uh, you know, like, like I, I know that we will never play Duke in the Big Ten ACC Challenge because uh, Mike Krzyzewski was so infuriated by Marilyn leaving that... Mike Krzyzewski put the, put the you know, the, ever ever since Maryland went to the Big Ten, which is 15 years ago now, we've never played them in the in the Big Ten ACC Challenge every year because Coach K uh, put the kibosh on it. He forbid it as, as punishment, and I don't blame him. <laughs> we had no business going. We went for like $30 million, and it's right. been terrible ever since. <laughs> All right, so let me get through my teams.
0: I'll be real quick. It won't take long. Knicks, Giant Yankee, Rangers, no surprise there, right, KGR? Are. Those are my yeah. squad. Knicks? Oh, the rivalry would be probably today would be the Heat over even Boston. So Boston is not necessarily they're a division rival, but it's not quite there like it is for me going back to the nineties with the Heat for obvious reasons. And it's just not the start of yeah. the playoffs. So it's kinda of lit a fire under me personally, right? As a nineties millennial Knicks fan. Giants, I am the same with you. More so the Eagles than the Cowboys. Why? It, you know what this should, you know what? I think My main reason is actually under maybe your fan base reason. Uh, Fan base reason is family. Uh, You were talking about uh, house divided and stuff like that. I think that we could put that under that fan base uh, criteria. I have a lot of family in Philadelphia that are Eagle fans, and this has been going on since the 80s, the 90s, as long as I can remember watching football. That's more personal to me than the Cowboys. I don't have – much family that are Cowboys fans. And if they are Cowboys fans, they're not like really in Dallas. So it kinda doesn't count for me. But that goes to the yeah. media bias point and we'll get to that. Uh so who's the Yankees? Oh well yeah obviously it's the Red Sox and the Astros for me. Yeah. The mess is not even like, even on the radar. Like I, I was always a fan. Right. Once we beat the we, we Mets in 2000 and World Series, like, it was done. I was done with the Mets. I remember at that time, it, I, all we've heard was back and forth turfing between the two fan bases. But once we beat the Mets in five in O'Shea Stadium, I was done with that rivalry. Like, like it, it was like we we won that rivalry. It even in the 21st century, it doesn't matter to me. So all these Subway Series and Italy right. play is just a waste of time for me. That's just the way I look. Exactly. I, for I me, agree. They're not
1: they're not considered true rivals. They're, it's just bragging rights it's, in it's, the, the it's, city. That's all it is. Right. right. Yeah, and that's
0: and that gets over the interleague. Um, and then right. uh, the Rangers. Oh man, man, we. I, 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 there's something with that Pittsburgh that I, I kind of linger on. <laughs> I'm going to have to say Devils too, man, because of the logistics right there. It's like oh, two stops on New Jersey Transit, and, and it's a lot of override. A lot of Ranger fans live in Jersey. And it's just a lot of overlap because there's a lot of Giant fans who are Devils fans. So it's like it's almost like that overlap, kind of like how me and you are Giants fans, but you're a baseball Mets fan, I'm a baseball Yankee fan. It's the same thing with the hockey. I have a lot of friends who are fans of, like, one team that we root for, but when it gets to the hockey, oh, they go back to their Devils side, and I'm on the Rangers side of things. So it's probably more me, Devils, and obviously, especially what happened this past season with our blue shirts, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, we could tie this nationally. I mean, we're looking at this regionally. I'm going to try to see if we can tie this nationally and bring this conversation. So, division rival, let's talk about that. Um, what are your thoughts on the division rival and your criteria, if you want to break that even further down? Uh, you know, that, well, that's kind of more
1: old school, but what, what are your thoughts? Well, I, I'm going to remove the word division out of that phrase and just call it rival um, because – you know, like I said with like Maryland West Virginia, it doesn't necessarily have to be in the same conference um you know Houston, you know you hate Houston now and i i i rightfully so i understand uh they're not in your division um and, and, and you've got um uh, what do call it uh, for like, for, uh uh, uh, where was I going with this? Um, yeah, so it doesn't necessarily have to be in the division. Just, just a, a, you know, just has to be a, a, a rival. And, and, and not only that. Oh, now now, now I remember my thought. Um, I don't hate every team in the division. I got nothing against Carolina Hurricanes. I got nothing against Columbus. Um, I got nothing against uh, whom I missing? Well, you know, I, I kind of addressed the Pittsburgh thing. I think that's everybody. Okay, okay. So, so, so just really, being really, in the division so, doesn't necessarily make me hate the team. I think, you right, know, with right, the Rangers, so, Devils, so, with, with the Devils, Islanders, and Flyers, it's just, you know, rival and, 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 like you said, logistics is definitely part of it for all three of those teams.
0: I would like to say, what, what brings out the word, because the word hate is, in, you know, the short-form word of haterade. What makes you hate them being a division rival? And I guess it goes to the fan base part. How do you look at that?
1: Yeah, fan base is definitely part of it. Case in point, uh, the Devils, for example. Um, you know, it was beautiful. these last nine years of Devils hockey, when they were terrible. And You know, we were just infinitely better than them. 2000, well, not 2012, obviously. Uh, 2014, 15, those, those playoff runs we had. Um, you know, just going to Newark, uh, just taking over that arena and winning the games was great. But now, uh, you know, now that the tides have turned, and, 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 and we talked about this last year at length, you know, on the Rangers show, the, like the devils fans are just coming out of the woodwork and 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 they're just relentless. I mean, you can't, partially can't blame them because they've 9 years of pent up anger and rage. Uh but I am just put it this way, I if there's ever been a sporting event that I would not want that i am glad that I didn't go to throughout all of history, it's probably game 7 of that Rangers Devils series last year. I did not want to be in that arena. Uh but
0: why? Why is that though? Why is that though?
1: Because the fans on the way out, just just like like I saw the videos of like uh, of Ranger fans leaving early because the game was a blowout, and 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 just the Devil fans just screaming at them. They they do it in the hallways. They were chanting our goal song outside, which that I got to give them credit for that. That's actually pretty hilarious but i mean just so infuriating i mean devil fans are just so in your face about it and and i did this is something you know hating is one thing but i criticize devil fans for this because they, i think a lot of them actually hate the rangers more than they like their own team and you see that with islander fans too i know several islander fans who i absolutely would think hate the you know hating is one thing but if you hate your somebody more than you hate your own team let me put it this way like they chant you know how they they ripped off the Pop man sucks chant with the with the whistle, and they, and they turned it into Rangers suck, but they do it if it's not, they're not even playing the Rangers. They do it no matter who, they, who they're playing. Like, that's pretty pathetic right there, I think. Uh,
0: <laughs> right. I would like to... Um, I agree with you, because I think there's a lot of misconceptions by a lot of fans who don't see the actual face-to-face experience, and this is why it's great that you're speaking about it, because you're qualified to speak on it, because you go to these games, you see it right in your face, like I do, and it's the same thing, Rangers Devils. I mean me and you, like me me and you and Glenn, we did the road trip in Philadelphia, right? And we were talking about how we were at that particular game, Rangers at Flyers. And we remember we were kind of saying, like, man, the Flyer fans are not as hard or they were not as rough, right? Or whatever yeah. word we were using that night. But let me tell you, I went to Giants Eagles playoff game. Totally oh, different yeah. animal. Totally oh, different yeah. animal, and this is the reason why logistics really means a lot. And I mentioned the family part, like Giants. I mean, you know, Philadelphia, New York, 90 miles, it's depending how drive you, you know, how fast you're driving, 80 minute drive, 90 minutes, depending on what part of New York or what part of Philly you're going to. But the point I'm trying to say is. If you're a Giants fan and you know, like, to me, they're the real rival than the Cowboys. If, uh, you know, I'm going to try to get to other teams in the sports because I don't want to just keep this New York-based. This has got to be a more of a national conversation. But my point is, sure. Giants and Eagles have a long history going back to, what, 1925? The Cowboys came to this since 1960, right? And that goes to the other point, media bias, and we'll get to that. But Giants-Eagles, Philadelphia-New York is personal. It's personal. I I don't think a lot of fans in either fan base that are not for the New York or Philadelphia area understand the logistics to that. How much it's hated because it goes beyond sports, guy. Like when people move from New York to Philadelphia, they take that shit personally. Like, why are you moving here, New York? Like, like you hear that in the streets of Philadelphia, or even <laughs> or when somebody moves in New York from Philadelphia. You know, like you hear that that conversation, that level of conversation. Yeah, people move to Dallas or Texas, or however you want to do that, but it's really personal when it's really right around the corner when you can do a car's drive. You don't have to get on the plane. Um, the Eagles are a way more rougher crowd than the Cowboys, in my experience. That is just me. Not that to say there's rough Cowboy fans, because I've seen it. I've gone to games in Dallas. I've seen Cowboy fans be douches, but there's no le- yeah. no way the level of Eagle fans. No way. And face I'm not talking about. What, I'm, not, I'm not talking about what I heard. I'm talking about what yeah. I know, what I've seen, what I. This is going against since 2004, 2005, in both places. So it's not even close. Giants, Eagles. I hate the. I hate the Eagles. I cannot say I hate the Cowboys. I and I'm go ahead we'll, we'll, let's get to this fan based stuff right now the fan based part what are your thoughts on fan bases cuz I know you want to talk
1: about douches and shit like that <laughs> Well Philly Philly goes without saying just because of how they act like you you just laid it out there that, that, that you know every Philly team again I don't like the NBA but I'm still going to root against the 76ers if they get to the finals just because I don't want Philly people Philly fans in general to have anything to uh, to celebrate so um Yeah yeah so so Philly Philly as a whole just goes without saying as for like the, the, the you know individual fan bases, you know uh, like there's a sense of entitlement there. You remember that meme I posted uh, the the Mount Punchmore where I put Yan- Yankees, Notre Dame, Cowboys, and uh, and Leafs uh, because all four of them are very similar fan bases. Just the sense of entitlement, the the the, the puffed out chest, the you know we got five rings though we got twenty seven rings. You know that that like you know just. You know, when you immediately go to, the you know, revert to your history, like that that kind of thing right there, um you know. And, and the funny thing is because is Notre, Notre Dame and the Cowboys are so similar because they both, you know, they both have to think that they're like like king shit in their respective sports, and they've both been completely irrelevant for let 25 me, years. Well, let me ask you this.
0: Let me ask you this. You're the hockey guy. I mean, I know we're talking locally about our teams, but let's get this internationally when we bring this up. How do you look at that Maple Leafs, because you mentioned them on the list, versus the Canadians that have their two original six teams? Like, How is that rivalry? How is that normal conversation between Leafs and Canadians that have?
1: And then, you know, yeah, I mean, two Canadian teams, you know, two provinces? What do you think? Well, those two teams obviously, you know, nothing but pure hate. For both those teams, I mean the, those two teams. That's every bit, uh, you know, Yankees, Red Sox, Mich- Michigan, Ohio State. I mean, the, I mean, the, you know, the, those two just hate each other. But the thing about the the Leafs, you know, they they are literally the Dallas Cowboys of Canada because every, you know, I, I got friends in, in you know all over all over Canada, and you know, my like my friend in Calgary, for example,
0: mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. hates
1: the Leafs. He hates the Leafs more than he hates the Edmonton Oilers. Now you want know, to talk about logistics? So you know, Oilers, Flames, the Battle of Alberta. You know that that's. that's right. You know, right. big news that's around there. Rivalry. You know, that's every that's, a that's every bit a Rangers Islanders playoff series. Um, that's a good round. You know, yeah. he was he he was devastated last year when 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 Edmonton blew through them. Um, so, you know, but 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 the funny thing is, is 2,000 miles away, they still, they hate the Leafs more than anybody. I mean, it's, it's, it's a parallel to what we deal with here with, with the Dallas is that, Cowboys. Is
0: that, is that, is that media-driven? With the, with the, the Toronto Leafs? The media,
1: it, it, it's the same, yeah, same, same thing as the Cowboys got media and fan base. They have this entitled fan base, you know, as soon as they make the playoffs, oh my God, we're going to win the cup, you know? And, and meanwhile, like, you know, you haven't done anything, you know, 1967. Yeah, They, they finally won a playoff series this year for the first time in, in what, like, Twenty years, um, but 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 you know they still think they're, they're they're king shit in in the sports world. So it's both of those and and the media obviously the hockey media you know is, is all over the Leafs at all times. TSN I follow Hockey Night in Canada I follow. It's just Leafs Leafs leaves, like it's just unbelievable. Um, you know we, you know no different than we see you know here with the Cowboys, you know, Chris Collinsworth, Al Michaels, Skip Bayless, I mean, just Cowboys, Cowboys, like, like, like seriously, at least try me, to be... Well, let me, uh, to let me get to that, let
0: me get to that, let me get into that point a little bit, and I think this is where me, I, I, like, get off the train when a lot of fans, they really are bought into the, a lot of this, and this is not just sports, this is just whatever type of genre on television, daytime television, a lot of fans do, and you already know, God, I, a lot of fans are sheep. It's just a sad fact that a lot of fans are not. They don't have the critic. Like they choose not to critically think for themselves, so they rely on pundits, whether it's sports or non-sports. If you see where I'm going with that, because I don't think it's just a sports thing. I just think they need to hear what somebody else has to say so they could think. Let somebody else to think for them. And I think a lot of the sports shows, just to keep it sports they're on that, it, it's almost like brainwashing, Scott, and that's kind of like where I kind of like don't listen to that shit I haven't listened to that shit in like years and, and that's kind of the same reason why I stay off the social media personally because a lot of fans they'll say articles read the headline but never read the body of the article, the the, the points what the author was writing, right they only see headline, copy, paste, put it on their news feed that's basically cheap 101 shit right there, and it's the same thing with they hear from these pundits on daytime tv, you know, in the mornings. I just I just can't get into it, Scott. Like that's just where where I am. This is where Steve is like the fans if those fans want to have at it, I kind of like, eh, that's just not my level of fan intellectualism that I want to associate with. You
1: you know what I'm saying? Or what are your thoughts on that? No, I absolutely know what you're saying, and I wish I could avoid it. Um, you know, I I I've I, I, I'm a big social media engager. I'm 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 trying very very hard to try and just. Ignore things and scroll past, but uh, you know I have a problem with that. I can admit that I have a problem with that. I've gotten a lot better in, in, in politics anyway. I don't like to engage random people on politics anymore, but sports I can't help it. And it's funny because recently all of these Dallas Cowboys fan pages have been coming up. I think I pinged you that the other day, where all of these like I don't know why. Maybe it's because I'm clicking on them and looking at the comments, but now I started engaging them with just 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 shit talking memes. I can't help myself. You, you're yeah, yeah. you're definitely a more mature, better than I am because you don't get Well, yeah, involved, I, mean, I you take the bait every because
0: time because it really comes down to me and I think it, this is I think something we need to talk about and I think I've heard you brought up on the State of the Fans episode with Nick Baka have last week you gotta for me Scott the haterate stuff comes from when a fan does not know their shit and I think we need to add that to the list because when a fan does not know their shit it's almost easy to hate them like to me, Scott, it doesn't matter what fan base a fan is from. I could have conversations with an Eagle fan. If he knows the shit, they seem like they're more reasonable and rational ones than the ones who are just jackass barking, cussing up with Storm, but don't know the shit about the team. And that's the, that's the trend I'm finding out over the last 10 years. A lot of fans who really know the shit take their knowledgeable uh, intellectual uh, thoughts about the team, what they know, the history, the day-to-day, the stats, they're not the ones that most of them, lots of those are not really on that petty. You know, I mean, depends on if you like the petty. That's cool, but me, I kind of like don't really engage in that. Like, like there's a lot of smart fans in other fan bases. And you can respect their knowledge. Like, I I look at the Chicago fan as one of the top smartest fans in the in the country because you go out there, the Cub fan knows their shit. The White Sox fan knows their shit. they know their teams. They know their sports. They know the players. They know the history. You can that New York Chicago fan. They're almost like twins. They know that, like, it's like I'm talking to a twin. Like, you happen to live in the Midwest, and they know this shit. What are your thoughts on that? But fans who know this shit from a Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, case in point, I've been to Boston yeah. for, I think, four Ranger games, um, and I've had great conversations with yeah. people. There's and another it's funny because – you know, you, you walk into a bar and, and the Rangers won three of those games. And I remember going out to the bars, you know, whatever bar sports bars, you know, near, near the arena. I remember going out there after the game when everybody's still in their jerseys and, you know, just, just everybody's giving each other dirty looks. But so, you know, the, the black and yellow, and then the, the red, white and blue, and you know, people are just giving each other dirty looks because people think that New York and Boston hate each other, but they don't. Okay. The Jets and Patriots. Yes. Okay. There's that. And then there's Yankees, Red Sox. But mm-hmm. I mean, and again, and yeah, I know that you were explaining the Knicks and, and the Celtics, you know, but but you don't have it in hockey. It was it, it, that's a good mm-hmm. rivalry, the whole original six thing. I know they always play like Thanksgiving weekend, and you know it's usually you know smash mouth hockey and and whatnot, and and and, and they're usually entertaining games to watch. Sure, but there's no real quote unquote rivalry there per se, and the fans. Once it, it, it's funny because the first time I was there, um, I remember going out and and. You know the, these Boston fans were uh, you know trying to give me shit and and oh, I just I said hey I gentlemen this is I swear to God this is exactly what I said I said gentlemen I said I'm not a Yankee fan I said I'm a Mets fan <laughs> I hate them just as I said this I said I, I hate them just as much as you do and they just started laughing their asses off and started buying me drinks and we started you know, drinking with these guys and then but the point is to get in point, back to the point that you were saying is. Bought, Bruins fans, you know, know, know their hockey as well. They know they, their stuff, they, and you could sit there and and have an intelligent hockey conversation. And yes, that transcends the hate because I've I've had intelligent conversation with cool people in Philly too. You know, when it comes, yeah. I, I've never been to a Giants Eagles game, and I probably never will. Um, but you know, obviously, why not? Why not? Why not?
0: Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not?
1: Because I'm Giants Eagles. I don't. I I don't want to deal with the people. It's going to be awful. (laughs) Uh, I I don't, you know, like I I just, you know, I'm not a fighter. I never have been. I'm 46. I'm certainly not a fighter now. I'm not going, you know, like you know, when I go to to Ranger games everywhere, with with the exception of like Philly, and and, and, yeah, we did notice that that you know, and I think that has something to do with the price of tickets and 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 the the fans being priced out uh, of the building. If the flies were good, if.
0: If Flyers were the first place team, wouldn't the energy be different?
1: Yeah, I I think it would. Um, I've been to, uh, I went to a playoff game there in 2014. I went to game three. Mm -hmm. Um, I heard some crap, but I didn't have to worry about people throwing stuff at me and, and trying to, you know, to, to sucker punch me like you would in a Giants Eagles game. Um, So yeah, I think you're right. I think the Flyers not being good had something to do with the, uh, you know, degree of, of how much people were carrying in that building that night. Um, but um, when, when I go, you know, to to Canada or you know, like like Minnesota uh, or wherever, even Vegas, um, you know, as, as much as as much as I don't like, you know, that that has to do with the, with the, with the bandwagon nation. It's the same same situation with with, with like the Cowboys and, and the Steelers. i you know, we hate the nation. You know, I hate Steelers and and cow uh, Steelers and Cowboys fans around here. I hate people wearing a Yankee jersey well, and a Cowboys hat, or, or vice versa. Oh, but yeah, out there, oh, yeah. the people really cool, I thought both of them, I, and I get what you're saying, like, I, 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 I most of the people at the, at, at the Cowboys Giants game were really, really nice I, I, was, I was with a bunch of Cowboy fans uh, in their tailgate, because uh, it was a friend of, uh, it was the brother of, of somebody I worked with at the time um, but, You know, very, very nice people we were walking around tailgate to tailgate most people were like, you know, come taste our ribs whatever, you know, they, they were, same, same reaction I get in Canada, you know, when I go to like Edmonton or Calgary, and they find out that I'm from New Jersey, and I flew 2,000 miles for the game and they get all excited and like, wow, you know, they actually like, like they take that as a compliment. I was getting a lot of that in Cowboys too. And then after the Cowboys beat the Giants that night, yeah, you're going to hear some douchebags on the way out, but whatever. But I think overall, most people were friendly. And the same thing in Pittsburgh, you know, like the Pittsburgh fans are the awful Pittsburgh fans are not the ones in the stadium in Pittsburgh. They're, they're the ones in New York, New Jersey, Maryland. Like, my sister was a Raven season well, ticket holder for 20 years. I, you know, she said I, it's awful when the Steelers come coming I, I, out.
0: I don't, I don't take those fans seriously. I learned not to take those fans seriously. The fans, the out-of-market fan yeah, I, I should have said, I, I said that, but that's just how I internally feel. But go ahead. What are your thoughts real quick? Because I want well, to expand on yeah,
1: that in talking to I remember to get in a conversation with somebody in Dallas with a Cowboys fan in Dallas, he's he, he said exactly that. He's like he hates hates the nationwide bandwagon. They you know, right, you know right. I don't know, I don't know if he was speaking heard for the majority. Too. He's, he's like, we can't stand it. He's like, it makes the rest of us look terrible. And, and you know, and I this agree. was a really nice guy. Like I said, most of the people were, were, were very friendly. And it, it's invaded. It's funny because you see, like, you know, I remember when I, going to that giant steelers game, and, and there's just so many New York and New Jersey and Maryland license plates you know, at Heinz Field, and but the actual Pittsburgh people you talk to. And that's the reason that I don't hate the Steelers, because uh, the Penguins. Because when we played them in 2015, remember when we beat them in five, I went to both games out in Pittsburgh, three and four. We won them both. And I had no no trouble in that arena, none. Pre-game, at, 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 you know, at the bar outside the arena, people were so, yeah. so proud. Fr- that was the playoffs. That was the playoffs. And the people were so, so friendly. So that's pretty much why I don't hate the Steelers, uh, don't hate the Penguins. Okay. Um,
0: you know, uh, and I've yeah, gotten yeah. over
1: Sidney Crosby. If Sidney Crosby had not won a Stanley on, Cup, then I probably did So So, okay. Yeah.
0: That, see, that's the exact reason. I'm, I'm going to go back to your point about the Dallas Cowboy fair, because I've seen this personally. Like, go to Dallas and, like, talk to a, a homegrown, born-and-raised fan from Dallas since the beginning and they can tell you about all the badges before they got hot in the 70s and translated into the 80s and into the 90s, and they say the same thing. It's almost the same reason why me as a Yankee fan. I'm a Yankee fan first before all my other teams. I was a baseball, team, baseball fan first before any of my teams and the, I was and I joined the Yankees when the Yankees were in the uh, in between period where they were not as good in the 80s. So I didn't really know about the history like that. So, you know, you had to learn about it, study about it. And then Yankees had got their farm system up and then they picked up in the 90s again. I was just happened to pick the Yankees as my thing. I'm also a Nick giant ranger fan as well but goes to your point about the yankees that I, that tracks my high. i can't stand that yankee cowboy combination now, i know people like that some of them are close friends with us so i kind of give them slight yeah. passes but they know but those fans know they shit. Though. well a couple of them do know they should that that i personally know but then on average the general who don't know they shit, i can't take them seriously scott i really can't
1: it's funny because I do know a couple people. My friend Joey, I do know a couple people, uh, but but they're like you know this guy I play hockey with, you know you know good dudes, and not in your face about either one. But your average Yankee cowboy, like like when you go you know to to, to Giants Cowboys at MetLife, and you see you know. Dak Prescott jerseys with a Yankee hat, backwards Yankee hat, whatnot, oh, that, those it, people, it, it you know, it that you don't know, those are the red. people that, you know, their answer to everything will be rings, five rings, 27 rings, every yeah. single thing. And it was going back to I what you say about being knowledgeable. You cannot have a normal conversation with these people. It's you right. know, same with like Islander fans, you know, Islander fans, are, you know, talking about, you know, 80, to this, 83 and whatnot. It, okay. That was impressive. This. I get it. Is this,
0: is there no? Is there any worse combination than a Yankee Cowboy? I can't think of no one.
1: No, there is not. That, that, and and that, nine worst. times that's out worst, of ten, right? not that is the absolute worst. It is the absolute worst combination of teams. And yeah. nine times out of ten, you could tack Notre Dame onto that as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I I, I, it, I, I, despise that. I hate it. I, I'm with you on that. I, I am definitely with you on that. I, um, yeah, see, I'm, I'm a rational Yankee fan, um. You know when my team is doing well, um, I, I don't. I personally don't go in the faces of other fans. I'm like a counterpuncher in boxing. Like if you talk shit, I'll talk shit back. You know what I'm saying? Right. But I, outside of that, I don't go out of my way to be a heckler and talk shit. I mean, I used to. I ain't gonna lie. Like like 20, 15, 20 years ago, I, I do that. But I'm kind of more calm now. I kind of. I actually want my credibility my knowledge to rank supreme then over my haterism. even though i do hate some of these teams and some of their fans but yeah i i, I um i under, I understand that sentiment why you hate certain yankee fans because i hate them too there's fans within the yankee fans that can't stand a lot of the fans you hate so we have a little <laughs> don't don't get it twisted just because i'm a yankee fan and they're a yankee fan we're supposed to be in unison oh no it's no different than kind of like how you look at some ranger fans like I man we talked about this on several hockey shows where we talk about the old-school Ranger fan versus the new-school Ranger fan. You know what I'm saying? Like, the blue seat. Oh, fan definitely. Yeah, yeah. the, the, yeah. the yeah. chance. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, the,
1: the, the, how, <laughs> I was just going to reference that. I was just going to reference that. Yeah. I know that Nigger uh, Niggerbacherev N- 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 did not uh, see eye to eye with me on that one, but I think you know where I'm coming from on that. You well, I Because I mean, you're I only going to hear – you're only going to hear it anymore. You know, when he comes back next year for whatever game, you're going to hear it. And if you look, if you if you could somehow pause, like, it, you know, live in the arena, if you could be in the arena and pause and look around at who's doing it, you won't find anybody over the age of 25 doing it. It's all kids. Do you, it's all kids. Is there all f- now, nationally, is there
0: any fan bases that you watch from afar that you enjoy the rivalry as a neutral fan? Like, I'll give you an example. College sports. I enjoy that Alabama-Auburn rivalry from afar. I enjoy UCLA-USC from afar. I enjoy Michigan-Ohio State from afar. Um, even ones that they're trying to build up, and it's kind of been good because both teams have been been good in the, in the pro sport. It, it's not there yet because of, it's not the logistics, it's just the nature of – the the situation of the people who live in that state. and that is the Tampa Bay Lightning, Florida Panthers. I like when they're both good and they're trying to build up that rivalry. But it's hard when a lot of the people move to that state and they have fans from other teams. Is there a rivalry in any you know,
1: college or pros from from afar that you like or respect? Oh, uh, well, um, having lived in Raleigh, um, I you gotta respect Duke in North Carolina because you you got It's it's great because the oh, teams, you, you cannot great. have. Closer teams. I mean, they're closer right. than, than than we are. You know, than, than the Rangers and Devils. The Rangers and Devils are, are I think, eight miles apart. I believe uh, the Meadowlands to the Garden. Um, I, I think, I think they're seven. I think, uh, you know, Tobacco Road. I think it's seven miles. I mean, uh, you know, so you got legit civil hey, I'll, war I'll down this. there. You I'll, got brother I'll against brother, father I'll, against I'll, I'll, son. I'll, it's I, just
0: you're right about that. But I'll give you this about the Ranger Devil. There's a train that at least gets you back and forth. You don't have to get in the car to get. Across the Hudson River, but <laughs>
1: you have options basically.
0: <laughs> but but yeah, you go ahead. Keep on keep explaining about that Duke North Carolina because
1: you're absolutely correct. And I yeah, can double, double so, on that. yeah. So I, so I got to experience it, be living down there, and I'm like, oh my god! And it doesn't matter, you know, if one team is great. Usually they're both at least good. But you know, they each went through 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 a couple of some dark ages. Uh, Carolina did go through some some dark ages before they got Roy Williams. In between uh, Dean Smith. And Roy Williams, they they were not very good, and and more recently as well. But it doesn't matter. It's always, not always, usually going to be a good game, and it doesn't matter if 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 one team is 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 already you know by the time they play, and you know because they always play like the last. Uh, pretty much the last regular season game of the year. I think usually uh, it doesn't matter if one team is already, you know, not tournament or, you know, n- not a contender or whatever, you know, it, it's going to be rocking in there. Like it's the, like it's the te- like final four. Um, so that, that was impressive to watch. Um, and you know, mentioning neutral observer, but you know, because like I said, as a Maryland fan, I don't. I'm not involved in any of these. Uh, you know, we don't have anything, let alone on that kind of scale of Duke, North Carolina, Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Ohio State is one of my favorite in football because uh, there's just pure mm-hmm. hatred there. You know, it's just nice to kick my feet up and you know, just you know, get, get the pop, get the proverbial popcorn out and watch those two fan bases go at it. Uh, that that's a good one that I like. Um, uh, what else? Yeah, the, the SEC always has some, some good ones. I'm kind of kind of partial to Tennessee uh, a little bit. Who's that, um, rival? They... Who, Kentucky, <sighs> Kentucky? Kentucky, yeah. North. Kentucky's big. I've actually been to a Tennessee-Kentucky game uh, back in 98, um, the year they won the title.
0: I would have said that uh, in college, it's unfortunate because it's the nature of the particular school, Vanderbilt should be their national rival, but it's more academic-based. And they don't bring in the athletes to rival that, 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 that within that state, uh, Vanderbilt, Tennessee, but i let me go back to your North Carolina Duke point because that's per that's personal for me because my father's side of the family is all, they, they're from North Carolina, right? So I see that firsthand all my life. So a lot of my older relatives are North Carolina Tar Heel fans where a couple of sprinkles of deuce, and I like from afar. I see that back and forth. So I understand mm-hmm. exactly what you mean by that. Uh, you, yeah, yeah, but uh, Tennessee, that's an interesting one. Uh, I, I mentioned Alabama-Auburn. That is a great one. And I personally went to the, to the Iron Bowl years ago, and I saw that for oh, a nice. And And that is, that is legit hate. Uh, legit, you know, pick a side, you know. pick or you, So it's going to be a house divided situation. It's fun to watch from afar. Uh, let me think. Uh, I think uh, you know, in the college, obviously outside of the Northeast, I think it's really more net, uh, the rest of the country outside of the Northeast where the college football is really more serious. Like Florida, Florida State, Florida
1: Miami. That's really
0: big, yeah. In those in college football. Yeah.
1: Anything else you like that? Yeah, you know it, 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 it's funny you mention that because people that you know f- from New York and New Jersey that didn't, didn't go away to school anywhere, uh, that you know didn't or haven't done much traveling don't realize this is pretty much the only city in the country, the only part of the country where the pro teams outweigh the uh, <coughs> the, the 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 college teams right. in football right, and basketball. Right. You know, like we talked about Miami. You know, we, there were times in in the '80s in the Dan Marino era when they had a Super Bowl contending Dan Marino team that was blacked out in Miami because they couldn't sell it out but you have an 0-8 Hurricanes team and there's going to be 90,000 people in that stadium it doesn't matter um, you know it, same thing with like Atlanta nobody really cares about the Falcons but they, you know it's, it's, it's all Georgia and Georgia Tech of course um, you know, you just—it's it's funny because that that weekend in '98 when we went down um, 990 uh, uh, yeah not '98 when we went down to that Tennessee game. Um, so we watched Tennessee Kentucky. Kentucky had Tim Couch back then. Um, it was a really it wasn't a good game. Ten, Tennessee beat them like sixty something or twenty something. Um, and then the next day we went over to uh to Jets Titans because one of the guys that I was with from school was a Jets fan and. The stadium's, like, half full. We paid, like, $10 for upper deck. Like, nobody cared. I mean, everything. We, we got into Tennessee, that like, a Friday morning, uh, and just everything on the radio, just orange everywhere. I mean, it's like a two-day tailgate for, for Vols football. And then yeah. we head over to Nashville, and it's like a ghost town. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, the, like the New York is – and that's probably the reason that, like, yeah. like, like, Maryland and Rutgers is not materializing into the rivalry that they're trying to force feed because, again, like, like there really is no big-time college it, basketball here. I mean, you could say St. John's, but they haven't really been that relevant uh, in a nah. long time. You know, when UConn it, had what their title years
0: – it, yeah, it's really split in the Northeast. It, it, when Syracuse was in the conference, there was a lot of Syracuse love from a lot of people from New York City. Uh, there was a lot of people who went to college uh, from New York City that went upstate to Syracuse. Uh, I mean, it, it, basketball, college basketball is definitely biggies, old biggies. They're trying to bring that back. Some of that's coming back because of the town level coming back. But you're absolutely correct when it comes to the pros. It's really pro-dominated in the northeast And outside of that, it's, to me, it's more college football generated. And then, you have know, college basketball in the ACC, for sure. But college football runs the rest of the country. I mean, if you have to, like, you've seen it. I've seen it. That's why we're easy. We can compare. You could see the yeah. difference. I mean, it has to be Giants-Eagles playoff level to match that Saturday level of that robbery, let's say, between Mississippi, Old Miss, or Alabama, Auburn, or Georgia, Auburn, or Florida, Florida State, Miami, any of those three, Florida, Florida State, Florida. Georgia, Florida, Miami, you know what I'm saying? Like status. <laughs> Did you yeah. think they have the advantage because the early games are on Saturday and the pro games are on Sunday? Because a lot of people you know, most of people work during the week, Monday to Friday, right? So that college football being on that Saturday is a huge advantage, right? Because you go that use that Sunday to travel back to going back home or whatever. What are your thoughts on that level that level of logistical detail about that?
1: Yeah, I can tell you from when I was in school. Uh, (laughs) Because when I was there, my my freshman and sophomore years, I went to games. Then we stopped going to games because, you know, the novelty had worn off. In fact, I probably stopped going about halfway through. Now, mid-90s Maryland was terrible. But the point is, when I was going to those games, you know, even like a a 12 o'clock game because, you know, a a 90s Maryland football team ain't getting nothing but a 12 o'clock game. (laughs) So those 12 o'clock games where you're absolutely loaded by like 10 and then you're going out. Yeah, it's nice. To be able to sleep through Sunday uh, with those college games, and yeah, just the, the the grand scale of how they are. Not not to say like you know Giants and Jets fans like we don't put forth you know some epic tailgates. We've seen some epic tailgates around there, but you you know as well as I do, you know there ain't no comparison between uh, no comparison. you know a Giants no jets tailgate and uh you know and a tennessee tailgate or an alabama tailgate it's just not the same a pro you know tailgate so can hold
0: on, hold on a pro football tailgate on average cannot see the college football the, the, the biggest reason is the nfl doesn't want a lot of these stadiums to have big tailgates that's a big problem for the nfl because honestly i mean does that crazy thing the NFL does really great with money and revenue but for some reason they a lot of these if you go to a lot of these games they kind of like limit that tailgate aspect that college football takes over with that it is literally a parade it's a whole experience with the college football side of things
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it has to do with, yeah, I think college football definitely embraces their fan base. Whereas I think the NFL is really not a fan friendly league. And I think the NFL has a more, you know, like you said, it's all about the money and, and, and just a stuck up attitude where you know if you're not coming to the stadium, if you're not paying the bills or or whatever, like we don't really care about you. <laughs> with them whereas college teams, you know, they want you know like, like Tennessee. Like I said, when well, we rolled into Tennessee on Friday, from a two hour as soon as we crossed the border into Tennessee, driving nitros, everything orange all over the radio. Just the, <laughs> I mean, there were there were pre people were, were out pregaming, you know wearing orange on Friday, and the game wasn't even until the next. Right. Hey, you um, know it's it, it's just it's just incredible. Well, it's just
0: to and, fair, and, to yeah. Be fair, they, they, to be fair, to be fair, eighteen-year-olds, to the twenty-two-year-olds, they have that the time and the energy more so than let's say thirty-year-olds, forty-year-olds. Not to say the thirty-four-year-olds don't have it. They know that it comes with re- responsibilities. Not to go overboard because you probably have jobs to handle and things like that. But
1: yeah, us, we know not yeah yeah all the more reason why they should flip-flop, why the NFL should be on Saturday, because we need the more recovery time. Like you said, the college kids are resilient. You know, I remember being able to drink all day and party all day. Uh, yeah, I didn't really go to class much, uh, you know, after nights like that. But I but been, health and youth-wise, I could have. I just chose not to. Whereas now, in our old age, we need the recovery time. So, yeah, there's a perfect argument to be made that they should probably flip-flop and have the NFL on Saturdays and college football See, yeah. But but yeah, I think you're right. That's a good point. I think the college is definitely benefiting from from having those games on Saturdays, which gives them you know the extra day to recover. So meaning you could party that much harder on Saturday. They
0: yeah they would never do that unless they made it Sunday uh, Saturday night games. But they kind of allow college football to do their thing, so people have to – on point. But let me tell you something I do hate. No, no, that that we're talking about it. Here's one thing I do hate. You're going to love this. All right. Maybe you're not going to love it. Maybe you're going to hate it. that Unless if I hate it. <laughs> I hate the fact that our teams, our local teams, well, for me, it's the Rangers and the Knicks. They don't have that fan experience, let's say, like, what Toronto has, Edmonton has, Winnipeg has. You know what I'm saying? Like, outside of the garden, block out of maybe a two-block radius and flood it with Fans to pretty much watch the game outside like they do in Canada. I, I'm kind of like you chose to this, Scott. I see that in Tampa. I see that in um, um, especially a lot of the can, can you know, Toronto. Even the Raptors, the basketball team, does it. Uh, fan level shit. Why do our local teams don't adapt to what a lot of these fans are? You know, like Edmonton. You could look at a, a game in Edmonton and well you can see a seal orange jerseys. Look at Winnipeg Winnipeg jerseys. Toronto jerseys. I think Alberta's and Calgary same thing. I, no, I that's an excellent
1: stuff, question. It's, it's, what are your thoughts on that? It's funny. It, yeah, it's it's an excellent right. question. It's, it's oh, funny because well, well, that's right. you that's
0: see that. Right. Last, one. Last, one. Last, one. Last one before I forget and you, you know this really well. Even when I went to the Ranger game in Carolina, they tailgated like it was football, right outside every you know, North Arena is next to the college football stadium.
1: They tailgated. Speak- like <laughs> why do all you do that? Yeah, you know – I remember in 94, when the Rangers went to the finals, they were simulcasting inside the Garden, and, and that you know that, that was j- just for the finals, though. But, yeah, you see, and and then now they did expand it a little bit. We were in the in the 2014 finals. Um, I was watching one of the games at that bar local right across the street from the Garden. It was one of the road games um, where they had the big screen set up. John Amarante actually came to the bar to sing the national anthem at the bar. It was pretty cool. Um, and they had the Rangers pee. announcer was also there announcing goals and stuff. That was the heartbreaking game. We blew the two goal lead with the, uh, you know, the, the, the questionable goalie interference, et cetera, et cetera. We ended up losing the double OT could have been the best game of the series as a Ranger fan. Had they not blown that one, but in any case, um, yeah, but you, you know, you don't see it until like the finals. Um, whereas in, in, in all the, every one of them, every one of the Canadian teams game one, first round, they got a giant ass big screen out in the parking lot and they got the entire parking lot filled with fans. Yeah. You see it. And I love that. I do. Um, um, you know, you see down down south. Yes, uh, the the Florida teams were doing it, which is nice to see. Tampa, Tampa's got a great fan base. They have really embraced uh, the, that team, it. and I know you said this. they earned it. Yeah, they, they, they definitely earned it. Earned it. Um, you know, you don't see it with the Panthers because you know we we talked about Miami, Miami. You know, the same thing. We just let, like the. The example I gave you with the Dolphins, the Heat were the same way, you know. Before LeBron, you know, they, they were obviously the 90s, were, you know, that that whole thing was great. But um, um, you, you know, before LeBron came, there were no Heat fans anymore. Once LeBron left, there's no Heat fans again. <laughs> so, well, you know, Miami's go, just go, a they, very they, fair they weather. Go, they
0: go, they go, but they're fair weather. They kind of arrive late. It's kind of weird. I, I went to a Nick game down there. Game three playoff game, and the, the fans will arrive real late. Like it's nonchalant. Like they don't give a damn. It's like it's almost entitled. But go ahead, and finish your thought.
1: Yeah. And L.A. is the same way, LA, you know, because L.A., you know, once a team gets good, it's going to be filled up with celebrities. You know, the, the Kardashians are there with the, you know, remember in the 2014 finals, you saw the Kardashians there with the, uh, you know, the, 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 the King shirts that still had the tags on them because they bought them on the way in, you know, things like that. You know, it's because and, and, Miami, obviously, there's a lot of money in Miami, too, a lot of uh uh, a lot of richy people, and, um, you know, so it's, it's, it's like the thing to do. And we see it to some extent in New York uh, as well. You know, you know, you can go to games all year. long. Well, well, now the prices are just out of control, but, um, you know, before like the last renovation, you could go to games for normal price and whatnot, and then all of a sudden the play. I'll give you a better example is the Mets. Um, when I lived in the city, getting back to the 99 and 2000, when it was raised, I lived in the city. I lived in the East Village in 99 and 2000. And the Mets were very, very good. You know, they, they, they were really good both years. Went to World Series in 2000. And um, I don't remember which season it was, but the Mets were great. And we used to go to games all the time. You know, the, uh, the unlimited Metro pass. So uh, one of my roommates was a Mets fan. The other was a Yankee fan. So me and uh, the Mets fan, we, we would go to, I don't know, we once we to gone to about 15, 20 games that year. Just take the train, buy a ticket there, six bucks, upper deck, just go to games. And, and there's nobody right. there. You know, the Mets were really good, and there's nobody at Shea. And then all of a sudden they make the playoffs, so, and now I can't get tickets without spending you know three hundred dollars. <laughs> you know, so, fuck you. We're, we're, where you been all year? <laughs>
0: all right. So, so we're out of time. Give me your last haterate point on what we said: division rival, fan base, media bias, logistics, fans, fan bases from afar. If you give us one hate, hater rate point. And then we'll wrap
1: it up like that.
0: I think this was a fun
1: episode um, and, well,
0: and it was a good yeah. discussion. Good. <laughs> definitely needed.
1: The or yeah. special. Um it's it's Notre Dame, and I wanted I wanted to uh, expand on this a little bit because you know we said like Cowboys and Notre Dame are like the same thing with with the media thing, but with with the Cowboys you know the media can blow smoke up our asses all they want. It doesn't matter because all that matters is their record and winning games. But it's different in college because the media helps determine the postseason with the you know the media determines helps determine the rankings. So when you've got a team like Notre Dame who is constantly overranked and Overrated for the point of putting them in bowl games that they don't deserve to go in, and playoff games that they don't deserve to be in because of their name, because of the money. We all know the NCAA is a disgraceful, corrupt organization. So they just care about the money. They're not doing anything. They should, you know, they're never going to make Notre Dame join a conference. They should, but you know, for for the money. And I and and I brought the receipts here, and I'm going (laughs) to prove that they don't belong in these games. They, okay, so since '94, they are seven and fifteen in bowl games in from from 98 on from the BCS to the now current playoffs they are one two three four five six seven eight now they have been in in eight BCS slash playoff games and they are oh and eight being outscored 300 to 117. I got an argument with one of my good friends who's a Notre Dame fan he's like no yeah. Real, real quick, before we get
0: cut off, anything else on that Notre Dame you want to add or on the haterade part? No, I mean,
1: just I just really wanted to just give some attention to Notre Dame because it, with the media attention, it, it does affect the, the quality of the game and it does affect the postseason with the media, know, whereas I, with the Cowboys, it does not.
0: Yeah, I hate... The, okay, my, here's my, shout out to Scott. Thank you for your thoughts, man, because I know we got 40 things I don't want to get cut off, but I hate the media for the fact that They kind of make any sport, for the most part, about two, three, four teams, the pundits, as if the other 28 teams in the league don't exist. That's why I don't pay attention to that. And I think a lot of the Sheep fans dwell and thrive off of it. It's really disgusting to me, man. I mean, we may have to do a separate episode just on the media, man. I, and I can really get into that, that personal experience, and we can talk about that. But, Scott, man, thank you very much. I didn't want us to get cut off. And we'll definitely have to uh, bring this up in the future. Uh, some other points and other discussions to drill. It's, it's a lot to discuss, man. Fans need to have this kind of thoughts and therapy That sound off, man. Scott, I appreciate it, man.
1: Oh, dude, always a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Like, yeah, I had a lot of fun. This was this a lot of fun here because yeah. I could go on my, uh, my, my tangents and, and, and it was acceptable.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, definitely here on this platform. This platform is designed for this, man. Shout-out to Scott and, we'll, and then this Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, the Hateray Fans episode, Scott and Steve talking Haterades <laughs> and, and the criteria of this. Check it out on the Facebook page and also IG. Shout-out to everybody. Blee Blue.